Welcome to the latest Tablet podcast. My name is Ruth Gladshill and I'm the online editor. With me today is Father Damien Howard SJ, who's the provincial of the Jesuits in Britain. And we're going to talk about the case of Father Stan Swami, an Indian Jesuit who is under arrest and in prison. Father Damien, what has he done? He's 83 years old and in poor health. It seems incredible that he's been incarcerated. Uh, what on earth could he have done to, to merit this, or has he done anything at all? Well, I mean, it obviously it depends on who you believe, Ruth, um, but I'm pretty committed to believing Father Stan himself. He, he is accused by the Indian government of being involved in a protest a couple of years ago, a protest that became violent and that was linked to Maoists, um, and Father, in a part of India, which Father Stan denies of having... Father Stan is an 83-year-old priest, uh, now rather frail in health, um, and has spent all his life, I mean, certainly in the last 30, 40 years, working with the Adivasi people, the indigenous people of India, caring for them and promoting their dignity and their rights. I think I take his line on this. So I think we, we've got a case of a real injustice, somebody who's been incarcerated for something they really have not done. No, originally he was just incarcerated until um, the 23rd of October, I think. But he's still in prison, isn't he? So how, why is that? Do we know? Well, I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, it's clear he's not the only person who's been accused, um, probably unjustly, of involvement in this uh, in this movement. So there are, I think, 14 people share his fate. Um, all the signs are that this is uh, a rather sinister development in the way that the Hindu nationalist government in India treats religious minorities and the infringes on the dignity of, of, of the indigenous people. Now the Adivasis, rather like the Dalits, are um, the kind of in Indian society, traditional Indian society, are, are seen as very, very um, low down the ladder of the social hierarchy. And Father Swami has dedicated much of his life to helping them, hasn't he? Yes, absolutely. That's been the apostolate, apostolate uh, in which he's been involved for the last few decades. Tireless work promoting the human rights of, of this group of, well, there's several groups of indigenous people. They're, they're also known as the tribal peoples uh, of India. They're, they're the people who were there before um, various waves of immigration took place you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Um, and they are systematically denied their rights, their right to land. Um, their right to culture and language and all these things. Um, it's it's very worrying that people who've, who've been marginalised for such a long time are now really being targeted in this way. It is. And Father Swami was jailed by the Pune police, but also then um, by the India's counter-terrorism task force called the National Investigation Agency. And the charges are of treason, of terror, of being a Maoist, of being involved in violent Maoist enterprises. Yet he's an 83-year-old elderly man in frail health. Um, it, it's, it's almost impossible to believe he's actually actively involved in such um, activities. So, but yet they're clearly frightened of him. Otherwise, they wouldn't have gone to these lengths to silence him. Um, and what, what is it about him that instills su such fear? I'm, I'm not privy, obviously, to the, the thoughts of the, the government and the agencies that have taken the action that they have done. Um, I think people who support human, human rights, people who have credibility because of their own, you know, the, the, the moral credibility that they have in their own lives, they're always dangerous to 
that wants to exploit populist um, bigoted feeling. Um, they're always going to be targeted, aren't they? When you stand up for people who, when there's a scapegoating mechanism going on in a, in a society, people who take the side of the victim are always going to be treated uh, with the same bad treatment that the, the victims get. So you see it a little bit in what's going on in Britain at the moment with asylum seekers. The, this government at the moment is ratcheting up. It's appalling people who are fleeing countries because of torture and persecution and all these other things, um, opposing, opposing absolutely inhumane measures as a way of dealing with them. And it's getting harder and harder to digging for, for uh, arguing to, to give these people decent treatment. So it's a, it's a, sort of what, um, a diluted form of what's going on here, but I think it's a parallel which it, it's helpful to get in touch yes. with. Yes, yes. From what I've been able to find out online, um, the Adivazis um, were, were the original inhabitants of land which has been progressively um, encroached upon and taken by um, uh, corporations, people exploiting its rich resources, um, which comprise anything from coal to gold. And um, this, this land has been acquired by, by um, industrialists, and people for very, very low prices. And um, the traditional agriculture on which the Adivazis um, live has been obviously bulldozed away by the industrialization. And he, um, this is, a lot of this has gone on, you know, and the world hasn't really noticed, but what Father Swami has been done is calling it to the world's calling. attention. And um, this is the price he's now paying. He, I think he was expecting his arrest and the Jesuits, um, your people, have been among those, the first of those um, protesting and bringing it, bringing this injustice to Swami and the people he represents. Um, you're bringing this to the world's attention. Um, do you feel that um, you're getting anywhere? Are people listening? Um, not so much part of the world about the world about South Asia, to be honest. No, I don't think they are. I think there is a very interesting, very strong parallel going on in, in Latin America with the Amazon rainforest. I don't think it's a coincidence that virtually everything you said to describe the situation in South Asia with the Adivasi people could be said of the indigenous people um, in the Amazon oh, absolutely. region. Francis has made this huge, huge deal about uh, looking after them and promoting their dignity right to the, right to the heart of Rome for a synod. And it's quite interesting, wasn't it? Just, just that synod... Um, which a group of such such peripheral people, to use the language of Pope Francis, right to the right to the centre, and just remember the bitterness, the ridicule to which they were treated. Um, do you remember the huge negativity that surrounded that synod from all sorts of yes. quarters? And I think you're tasting exactly the same kind of really nasty. You, you, it's you say why how, why why should these poor people who have such little impact on the world? Why is it so important to ridicule and marginalise them in this appalling way? And I think, you know, look at what happened in the Amazon Synod. Look at the way in which even people who say they're committed Catholics um, ridiculed their culture, ridiculed their, their faith, their faith. Mm. I think you get a taste of, of the nastiness of what's going on. I think it's really important to see that. Mm. Now, Pope Francis um, has been very outspoken on behalf of the indigenous in the Amazon. But he, and he is a Jesuit. Has he said anything yet about Father Swami? Um, he's obviously aware of it. Yes, he's. I think he's 
have been comments on social media, as you might expect. Perhaps there's uh, diplomatic activity behind the scenes. I'm not sure about that. I don't know if that's going on. I wouldn't be privy to that, to that sort of information, but I wouldn't be surprised if concerns were being raised by diplomats. But yes, but yes certainly, um, the, the Pope will be well aware of what's going on and not hear about this development. And how can we help? What can we do? We can pray. We can be aware. We can, you know, start to think differently about what's really important in the world at the moment. So, all right, we're all in Britain very concerned about the lockdown at the moment and how that's going to affect us. But there are much bigger, much more important stories going on in the world. And I think this is one of them. So a little bit of a change of perspective. At a very practical level, Jesuit countries, country is asking people to peace. Please. Um, if you want to go to the Jesuit Missions website, you'll find a, a letter which you can download and send to your MP, and that would be very helpful. And we've already got a little bit of an indication that um, some MPs are now writing to the Foreign Secretary, Dominic Rabb, asking for him to raise the issue uh, through British diplomatic channels. So that's another, I think, quite important thing you can do. Um, Good. Uh, but I, I, but I, I think the really important thing now, now that we're in this huge world-changing crisis with so many different facets, ecological, social, health, financial, all these things, is to start thinking, what do I need to pay attention to in the world? What, what really uh, draws my, my prayerful focus? And I think this, this could well be one of the things that was going to help people um, adjust their, their worldview a little bit. Very good. Well, thank you, Father Damien. Um, I'll post links. Thank you. Thanks for taking me so seriously. I'm really, really grateful for that. And great, great to talk on your podcast. And I'll post links to um, the petition supporting Father Swami and also to the information about how you can write to your MP in the information alongside this podcast on the tablet website. Thank you very much again, Father Damien. And we'll talk again very soon. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.